Hey, what it do with the business is it's another week in the quarantined books. This is the Unjack TV podcast. I am Spike Lou. Man, holler at your boy Animal Brown, Animal underscore Brown, if you're looking for me on social media. I am Spike Lou on the same social platforms. Holler at your boy, Twitter and the Instagrams. And the TikToks. Don't leave I, that out. I don't even know how to access TikTok. <laughs> I ain't fell for it yet either. I ain't biting. No, I, ain't, I don't even know how to I don't even know what that either. <laughs> Other than the Drake dances, I'm staying off TikTok. It looks way too complicated for an old nigga like me. <laughs> I ain't got time to be putting together multiple no, yeah, stories and nah. I can't choreograph my socials like that. Nah, that's a skip for me, man. What we got up for the show? Man, this week, man, Tory Lanez is dropping that new Toronto 3, capitalizing off his quarantine radio sessions. Mm. And we're going to give you our predictions for the freshman 2020 class. But first... The IG battle brand continues. Premier and RZA took the IG over the weekend, and they took their battle royal New York styles to it. You tell me who won the battle, and you rate that with the rest of the battles. This might have been the first battle that ended at 0-0. Zero, zero. Um, this wasn't for me. This was for you hate on early. This was for the boom bap hip hop heads, which is fine. Shout out to RZA. Shout out to Premier. They're both legends in the game. Um, this was the worst battle that we've seen thus far, without question. I can think of 15 battles I'd rather see. Uh, this was just not for me. That's all. This was a little bit before my time. RZA was looking like somebody from the village people. He didn't know how to work the IG live. He had on gloves with his fingers out. I, 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 I don't know what was going on. I don't know where it was at. I don't like I just so this one lost me, um, but I like the balance. This this served a specific crowd, so I'm not mad at that. You have the crossover shit and the pop shit. You know what I'm saying? You have the songwriter shit. You have the R and B shit, and then you have the hip hop head backpack shit. I'm not I'm not mad at it, but it was a skip for me to owe some slaw. Yeah, well, I mean, you have a definite New York bias for someone who is born or claims to be born in Queens. I'm definitely from there. No, I wasn't mad at it. Uh, it definitely, it, it was like that they didn't know that this is, there has to be an element of showmanship to it. Like, I don't want to hear RZA get up there and play his favorite old dirty bastard verse, and I don't want to hear uh, DJ Premier give me some unreleased Nas 1992 shit. Like, it's just that that's not the time for it. It's cool if y'all sitting in the basement and y'all New York guys and y'all doing your thing now, but like this is a, a bigger stage, and I feel like that they should have played to the crowd more 
Mm. And it would have been more entertaining. But them not playing to the crowd and just sticking in their lane, sticking in that backpack rap, like, yeah, hey, that wasn't for me at all. So if I had to rate it, I would put it last as well amongst the battles. Uh, and if I had to pick a winner, I'm going to say Swiss and Tim. Because mm. even with people like me who don't like these two guys, I still stuck around for the better part of 45 minutes. And they had 250,000 people in there. Nah, so, 205. Well, the, the final take was damn near a million, right? Yeah, because people jump in and out. Jumping in and out. So my point is, like, Timberland and Swiss went again, proving that the brand could be strong regardless of how uh, niche that the lane is that they're battling in. Yeah, no, it, listen, it, it it was a big moment. It, it topped out at about 205. At one time, it topped out at about 205, stayed Hovered around 186, 187, which is a shitload of people. Like, listen, <laughs> we're not going to act like 186,000 eyes watching something isn't a lot of people. Like, it was still successful. Um, shout out to Parks from the Joe Bunn podcast who saved the day. Saved it. By making the call. I can couldn't figure the sound out. Bro, Rizzo done moved to the Hollywood Hills and then forgot how to hook up the studio shit, bro. Like, I don't know what he had going on. And I was disappointed. He ain't had no Kung Fu shit in the background. He ain't had no Bruce Lee shit. He like, his little setup was small. He had a Kung Fu movie playing. And the, the view was all right, but it kind of it, it, it was it was throwing me off 100%, though. Nah, I was disappointed. He had no nunchucks or machetes hanging up. He let me down nunchucks. with the scenery. Yeah, they, I expected both of them to be better showmen. I ain't going to lie. Premier know how this goes. And RZA, I expected just off, his, off GP for him to be funny and all of that good shit. But it, it didn't happen. It felt like they were just like you said in the basement, in they or in they recliners, just playing shit, as opposed to making it a battle. This was clearly the first time RZA has done anything on Instagram Live ever in life. He probably didn't even know what it was up until Saturday night, and them niggas didn't feed into it, man. Like they playing B side and. Little, they leaving out big dog joints and shit, playing shit super late, going, playing 40 joints. Man, bro, no, my nigga, 20, 20, <laughs> your best 20 against my best 20 that everybody know. Let's get it. That's it. That's how I it don't goes. Even think, yeah, you're right. I don't even think that they had the concept together, 20 songs and what like that. They were still going over that 17 songs. And RZA hadn't even realized that they played 17 songs. So <laughs> they just, that wouldn't. Like I say, it's a win for the, the guys Swiss and Timberland because of you know the brand being strong, even with those two in there doing what they did. So I, I ain't mad at it, but you know the next one has to be a lot better. That Taylor Riley babyface got to knock it out the park, right? They they got to, and he got to announce that Fifty Cent Ja Rule. You have to announce that. Fam, you trying to push that Fifty Cent Ja Rule? I don't know why y'all think that that'll be a good matchup. Fifty Cent Ja Rule is gonna be a blowout. I know, no, y'all will win for sure. We already know that. By 50. I don't know. Why are y'all trying to rewrite history? Like, <laughs> Ja Rule had three good CDs, Max. Oh y'all trying to say that he can go 20 for 20 with fifth? How many CDs does, Matt, does 50 have that's good? 50 ran the music game for like four years. How many CDs does 50 have that's good? More than three. More than three if we count G and all that. Because them 50 songs. I agree with my guy. I'm live right now on the IGs. I agree with my guy, Jeff Easy. Jeff, and he says 50 by 50 points. There ain't no way in hell. Moving on I on that note, that's, that's a terrible take. It'd be, it'd be close, though. I'd say it's that. Not even, that's not even close. Like, John, you got to pick somebody in his league, man. Like, 50 is a 
out of Ja Rule's league. That's not true. Easily. They're the same like, what, person. What's Ja Rule gonna play with many men? Come on. There's plenty what of shit he can play. There's plenty of shit he can play. Just because you don't song. know don't mean he doesn't have nothing to play. <laughs> That's the point. That's the whole point. If I don't know it, then he can't play it. No, nah, that I just mean you're not deep in these hip hop streets. I'm familiar with music. If, if a nigga got 20 hits, I know them 20 hits. Like it's, you'd be hard pressed to find somebody that has 20 hits that I don't know at least 18 or 19 of them. Ja Rule ain't got nowhere near 20 hits. And 50 has 20 hits, my nigga? He's, 50 got 20 hits on Get Rich or Die Trying. That's not true. <laughs> like, he can go. 50 can play Get Rich or Die Trying. He'll give Ja Rule all three of his good CDs, and 50 probably will still win. And he'll lose like a motherfucker. That's not true. That's not um, true. Moving on, man. Your boy 2 Chains took to Twitter to uh, put the rumors to bed, man. He said it's a fact. He had the best verse on Mercy. All right, he said, quote, no disrespect, but I cleaned them boys up, end quote. This is clearly a slow time in the quarantine days right now because we're talking about a 2 chains tweet on a song from seven years ago. However, with that being said, let's put it to rest. Did 2 chains have the best verse on the song? And do you like the cockiness coming from rappers? Uh, great question. I do. I do think now that niggas have been quarantined for too long. People are feeling start popping their shit. We seen Gucci going off today. Yep. This is a part of it. Niggas is bored. Uh, but Two Chains is right. Like Two Chains is right to say that he has the best verse on that song one, because he does. And secondly, I feel like that this is the time for this. This is the time for like I wouldn't necessarily call it beef, but just the competitiveness. You can get two niggas on IG going back and forth, and it can all be fun. You know, niggas can put verses and things out. I think things like this is what we need. And this is why people tune into the Instagram battle so much. You know, like, like healthy competition. And I think that's is exactly what this is, healthy competition. And two chains, you know, putting himself in, 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 in the winner's circle as he is, as he did the best verse on that song easily. Like we, all, the best verse? we all know that two chains verse was hot, and the song was and is fire. However... Hot. When you get to claim and you had the best verse, now I got to put your shit under the microscope. And, oh and when I put his shit under the microscope, I see bars like, all this polo on, I got horsepower. horsepower. No. Yes. Money tall like Jordan? Six foot six. When Money you think stacks. of tall niggas, we're not thinking of Jordan, dog. I'm sorry. Jordan six feet tall. Magic that, money stack six feet tall. Money tall like Jordan. Is that it? Yes. What are you supposed to say? Money tall like Manu Bowl? Yes. That would have made more sense. That's a tall ass nigga. Man. Jordan a tall nigga too, man. Jordan played basketball. Two chains give you the benefit of the doubt for being smart. No, I'm capping. No, this verse, his verse was tough. He had the best verse on the who song had, for sure. Who had the worst? People were shitting on Sean verse. I like Sean verse. It's nothing wrong with Big Sean verse. Who you think had the worst verse on that song? Kanye Easy. Uh, that wasn't one of Ye's better verses. It wasn't. You know what I'm saying? He's on there with people that rap better than him, with the exception of Two Chains, generally speaking. Add it to the steaming piles of shit that Kanye has put out here recently. That has nothing to do with this particular song or verse. It just has to do with Kanye being a steaming pile of shit. You just can't give yourself a trophy, though. Like that's not you can't. You gotta let the that's people crown you. Kanye calls himself uh, fucking Walt Disney and all of these other things. He's making movies yeah, out here. LeBron said he was the greatest after he came back. From one. Yeah, you this got is, rings. This is the you era that. that people do that. The two chains can too. Two chains can rap everybody on that song. I, I, that's not true. On a good day. I saw Fab was on IG Live. I want to say I think he was with um he was on Breakfast Club and he said that he didn't like that change 
that Chains made his own battle trying to call out Meek Mill and trying to make a battle for himself. He said, bro, you can't, that's not how it work. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to let that shit happen. Like, you know what I mean? And you can't just pick your own battle. You can't just say you had the best verse on a song. Nigga, you got to let the people say that. You can't say your album is a classic. You got to let the people say that. If I was two chains, I'll come through flaming Fab. You gotta help boys for Fab now then. Two chains versus Fab, Fab with Washington. In a battle. Twenty for twenty. I don't believe that. Twenty for twenty, Fab wouldn't wash two chains, man. Come on, nah. man. Two chains and titty boy riding around getting all this stuff too. Nah. Man, I don't know why I care about that shit you outside of us. <laughs> two chains don't shake it. A little known rap so, history fact, though. Do you know where that chopped and screwed sample in the hook on on uh, Mercy come from? That Lamborghini Mercy, yo chick, she's uh-uh. so thirsty. An Arizona artist named YB. He has a joint called Lambo. YB. Yeah. <laughs> YB. Wow. <laughs> and another Just little known rap fact. No better rap name. Yeah, that's terrible. Another little known rap fact, Kanye sampled that same part again on Jesus is King on God. So if you listen to On God about the 32nd mark, that part is in the background. So he sampled YB twice. Shout out to YB, man, wherever the fuck he at. Shout out to the young King YB out there in Arizona holding it down, man. Also, we were talking about people getting to their wits end during this quarantine big guwap he went to the igs and the ig lives man and he had a little something to say about people man he laughed off the jeezy collaboration that he was asked about on big facts uh dj scream asked him does he think that him and jeezy may f- collaborate in the future and um let the beef go and gucci man said very swiftly absolutely not do you think it's time for Jeezy to let, excuse me, Gucci to let that Jeezy beef go? Man, first and foremost, I love that interview. Hundred uh, big facts, entertainment. Even even with Gucci's audio being suspect at parts, I still was listening to it super tough. Like I wasn't letting that go. Um, <laughs> it, now I say he was. He said he was trying to put together a project in which he would involve all of Atlanta, like young, old, current, all of that shit, except Jeezy and. Here's my thing, though. He spoke on squashing stuff with Walker, said they had a grown man conversation. He spoke about him and Scooter. Like, you might as well let this go and do the same thing with Jeezy. I, I think Jeezy mm. would be open for it. He in a new space. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He out. He got his taco meat out and shit on Instagram and dancing and, you know what I'm saying, proposing on his grown man shit. So, like, I think it's time if if, if Clone Gucci is who he says Clone Gucci is, then he's not about the small beefs. He's not about the he says, she says shit. He's about getting to the money and just being a solid stand-up dude. And I think you can do that squashing this. I think it'll be a good look for the city, man. For real. Absolutely not. Oh, my God. Jeezy tried to kill him. Do you remember that? Do you remember $50,000 for the chain as a price on his head and then two niggas that knew Jeezy went to go shoot? Uh, players yeah. fuck up. Yeah, like, so you don't forgive a nigga for trying to kill you. So I really don't give up. I really don't blame Gucci, man, too much for that. Regardless of how much you grow up or how mature that you become, I just don't think that there's a uh, a coming back from that. This is like the Hatfield and the McCoys, the Crips and the Bloods. Mm. Name any other rival. This is just going to go down as it is. And as some street people will tell you, there's just some people that there's like oil and water. They're not going to meet. They're not going to go together. 
though both of these guys have matured since this whole so icy thing and what they got into the beef about, I still don't see them growing to a point where they can be friends or even cordial because it's just not in from what I've seen from these guys the years that they've been in the game. It's not in their DNA. Uh, yeah. And I don't say that it would make them fake to squash anything like that, but just everything that we've seen from both of these guys show me that their history, their past, like there's nothing that either one of them would be interested in moving on from. I just think that they stuck in that. That's what that is. And no, I don't, say, and I don't, I don't see any problem with that being that, you know, he tried to kill him at all. It's deeply rooted, <laughs> for sure. Um, man, I, I love what, what Gucci was saying. He was preaching the gospel on there. And when he said, he was talking about like not hitting hit niggas up about he said, she said shit, even if it was true. He was like, man, we letting that shit go, man. We letting that shit slide. We keeping an eye on the on the prize, on the paper, man. I thought that shit was too real. I'm interested to see what he do with that. We know he has an eye for talent. Um, he spoke on there several times about having young people on his shit, not charging them, not uh, putting his name all on their paperwork, raping them. Like, he wasn't about none of that. He was just about putting people on. And I thought that was super dope. That was a real dope interview. I would, he was clone Gucci in some parts, and then in some other parts, he was OG Gucci, man. So I, it was a mix of both. I thought it was really dope. Y'all make sure y'all check out that Big Facts podcast featuring yes, sir, Gucci. That was, a, that was a great hour of content, man. That definitely was a great hour of content. That's a fact, man. Um, before we get to this freshman class, let's talk Tory Lanes. Mr. Quarantine Radio himself dropped a new project, New Toronto 3. Sales predictions are looking at around 50 to 55K first week, and the internets have proclaimed that to be an L. Uh, his last project, um, Chicks Tape 5, did about 85,000 first week. Are you surprised that his popping IG lives haven't translated into more sales? How many did you say it's all? The new one or the one yeah, before? The, the one that just dropped. It's on track for 50 to 55. 55. I don't think that's about right as far as a correlation from what he does on the uh, IG lives and his music. It's not going to translate each 250,000 person is going to go by, but I do think that more people are aware of Tory Lanez now and more people are going to give him a chance that maybe had not before. Maybe they just listened to his singles. This, this has shown that he has a great personality, and I think that it's a slow grind. It's going to be a slow burn. Like People are going to continue to check in as long as we're quarantined. And he's going to grow on people. As he grows on people, he's going to continue to release music. And Tori is going to find a space and he's going to be there for a while. I said this before about other guys, but what I would liken him to was a guy like Joe Buttons. He can rap, he's lyrical, he's talented, but he also has another talent outside of the booth and people are flocking towards him just totally away from rapping he's making his name for himself so i could see him doing some entertainment stuff as well just continuing to grow, grow his uh brand i'm a big fan of what tory is doing right now what do you think yeah i mean look, this is the problem with society today people calling him keep people calling that an l because he he doing 50 55 or whatever like people want instant gratification so bad nowadays it seems like no one can comprehend the long game. Like, yes, I'm a little surprised that he didn't at least match the numbers that he did with Chicks Tape, considering all this attention that he's been getting. He's been promoting it the entire time. So it's a little bit surprising, although numbers are down across the board. Um, yeah, that's a brand, too. That Chicks Tape brand was a lot bigger than this new Toronto stuff. For sure. And and there was a bigger, a little bit of a push behind that. This just got announced like a week ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't really just no rollout for this. But here's and the it was thing. Kind of rushed to get out of his label too. To that too. Yeah. That that too. And here's the thing that people not understanding, man. He has gained over two million new Instagram followers in the last thirty days. 
Plus, he has gained 90% more YouTube subscribers. Um, he now has more monthly Spotify listeners than Meek Mill and your boy Russ. Um, and also sales are across are down 20% for any artist right now. So, dude, you think he's not finna turn that two more million followers and goddamn 90% more YouTube subscribers into money? Has already turned. That's what like, I'm saying. Like it's it's it, it's converting right now, and like I said, I'm a big fan of what Tory doing, man. Like he he it ain't. I like it because it just seems like so authentic. It, it, he's not wavering away, and you're not like seeing him on the live. Like man, what is this dude doing? He's lame. It's like all the good fun, and it all meets up and lines up to the brand. So I agree with you. The long play is in effect here, and I I'm here for it. I'm here for it 100. percent Man, didn't I, I watched that shit last night? It was so goddamn funny, dude. Dude, funny, man. Like, like that shit was hilarious. Was, I bought a shirt and everything. Yeah, like he, he funny, dude. That nigga merch was fire, nigga. I had to cop a t-shirt. I'm here with Tori. Yeah, I'm here for that. hundred uh, percent. Yeah, and, and did, you, did you listen to that album though? I listen. Now Tori rapped a little fast for me. Like I don't like that. He get into that a little bit. So yeah. I listen to like the first three or four songs. I'm gonna check it out when I'm that mad or something later. I like it. It's good. Like it? it just, it just, he don't have a lot of replay value to his shit, though. Yeah, I didn't think so. Um, I definitely didn't think so. Yeah, man, it's time. Well, almost time. It's almost time for freshman class. If you've been paying attention to Double XL, they have been teasing um, their freshman class cover the last couple of weeks. They have a contest going on right now to fill that tenth spot. Y'all can go vote doublexlmag.com. You have fun with that. But like we always do about this time. We're going to try to do our best to predict who is on the cover. We break it down. We got a couple of locks. We got some personal picks and then maybe some likely snubs. Um, who, in your opinion, is a complete lock for the freshman class 2020? Complete locks. I have five. Okay. Usually, what, 10 people there. So I think I have half of the locks. My five locks are Pop Smoke. Mm, even though he's no longer with us. Yeah, I think they're gonna put him on there just out of respect. Okay, because a layup. I, don't think, I mean, I don't no disrespect or anything like that, but I think you know they go for that because he was big. He was gonna be on there anyway. If he was still here, trust me, he would have made it. Facts. Um, Benny the Butcher. I think that Benny ter- doesn't turn this down. Last week we had a conversation about Conway turning it down, right? Uh, nah, Benny turned it down last year. Benny or, turned it down no, last year. Excuse me. I thought me. it was Conway turned it down last year. Nah, Benny said that Jay told him to turn it down if they reached out they to came. him. Okay. I think now maybe he's grown a little bit. Some of the features that I've seen him do, I've changed my position on that. Last year wasn't the year for him to be on there. People like gravitate towards lyricism. It's become, especially in 2020, it's become this backpack thing, a reemergence of lyrics. So, that's going to be a look I think that he ain't going to be able to turn down, especially now with everything going on. People are going to be looking for that promotion and to be put back in people's faces once everything starts gearing back up so they're not turning around looking for free promo. Uh, my next, my third one is Polo G. In yeah, 2019, he, he had that dope-ass song pop out with a little Taj, a Taj, whatever. TJ, is. put some respect on his name. TJ, oh, yeah, Brooklyn nigga. But yeah, Polo G is 100% going to be on there. Here's a surprise. A surprise Don lock. Tolliver. Yeah, Don Tolliver. Ah, he's absolutely going to be on there. Don Tolliver, I think he's a, a lot of like, we know, but I don't think everybody else knows. So when we say this, they're going to be like, who? Oh, yeah, they said that once it's on there. So That's Don Tolliver another one. Last one, Doja Cat. 
she's like a phenomenon and regardless if you think that she's rap or what genre if xxl could get her on here they're gonna get her on here yeah so those are my locks no you got a couple good locks benny the butcher you can cancel that uh, like Benny gonna be on it. Griselda gonna be represented on it. I don't think Westside turning that down two years. Ago. I don't think. Yeah, no. Nah, if he turned it down last year, he's not doing that shit this year. They're in a better position now than they were last year. Um, True. I, I, I have. Let me go over the ones that I have as well. I got Doja Cat as well, and I also have fifty dollars for anybody that can pronounce her first name. That's number what one. Um, number two, she got big records, man. That Juicy and that Say So show that she has lasting potential. I'm actually a fan. I like her shit. She makes some good ass music. Kind of surprised me because she came in the game on that bullshit ass move, meow, moo shit, that cow shit. That shit was stupid. Um, but she's actually pretty dope. Polo G for sure. That pop out dropped early 2019, but it got hot around the summer. That song was big. Uh, he represented for Chicago. And Don Tolliver, clearly, man, Travis Scott artist. He bodied that Jack Boys EP and his solo album was fire. If people were out and about in these clubs and these lounges, you will probably hear a couple of those joints on there in said places. The quarantine kind of threw off his momentum just a little bit. And then I have two other ones. I had Rod Wave. Um, he's been making a lot of noise for the past year. Right now, he's got eight songs from his new project on Billboard Top 100. Uh, so people are starting to recognize Rod Wave and what he got going on. And then I've got NLE Chopper. Um Straight out of Memphis, his uh, shot of flow took off last year, but then he had the Camelot joint with Yo Gotti that made noise during the summer. I think Memphis will be represented on here in L.E. Chopper. I think is a lock to make the cover. I had to look it up. I thought he was in there last year, but he wasn't. Um, his song had just took off. Yeah, I think in L.E. Chopper will make it. I didn't list him, but I do agree with you there. Uh, also, just to piggyback off that, just political standpoint politics i think that these two might be heavily considered just due to their ties and that's stunner for vegas mm. heavily tied in with the baby and you know just north carolina big right now i think he j cole got some ties to him so i think you may see that stunner for Zay vegas on there and jack harlow uh jack harlow as we know you and i have been he's been around the music scene for a while uh different things pops up at different events here in atlanta it's one of dj dramas artist and i think that just due to his ties to jack harlow will make it as well yeah i i thought about stunning for vegas too um funny story i saw when i was in new york at stadium goods i actually saw him he was <laughs> no way you know who he was yeah i'm deep like that though um it, it's funny a tall lanky nigga man money tall like stunning for vegas he could have said that i would have been better than jordan no. um tall lanky nigga man iced up looked crazy it was it was wild i was like hell now look at this nigga but I do think he may make it. He might be a little too ducked off in the baby shadow. I don't know if they're going to give him um, that shine or if they're thinking he's just really hot because his, his, the man next to him is super hot. Um, I have a couple of personal picks that I think will make it as well, or at least I hope so. Going back to Memphis, Duke Deuce. Um, he had two bangers on that QC album last year, and that Crunk Ain't Dead video went viral with the different gifts and shit. And he's got my favorite remix of the year uh, with that Crunk Ain't Dead with Juicy Jam Project Pat. So I'm hoping they shine some light on Duke Deuce and he makes the cover. Um, I've got D Smoke, uh, the first successful rap uh, talent show contestant person ever in the history of life. 
Um, he, he's been making a lot of buzz. Netflix had a lot of buzz going off that rhythm and flow. It was successful. It was an authentic look at, at a hip hop competition show for the first time ever. And, uh, he had a dope project too called black habits that got a lot of people talking. So I think he'll make it. And then Fabio foreign out of New York, he's in that drill movement. He's kind of taking the baton from pop smoke. Um, he's got a big record called big drip right now that's going crazy um i think new york will have at least two or three people on this cover um in, in my opinion i thought last year was gonna be female heavy i think this year's gonna be new york heavy so you, you think they're gonna bring new york back yeah I, I predicted this was gonna be a big year for new york but that was before pop smoke passed away i thought he was gonna lead the charge and that he was gonna break the door down with that sound see new york had a has a specific sound now with that drill sound that's what they've they been missing for the last couple of years because people have been... You got people from New York like Rich the Kid, but they sound like he's from Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? You had ASAP Rocky, they doing chopping screw shit. You had French Montana, he doing South shit. So that was like a little bit of an identity crisis going on, but they finally had something with Pop Smoke, with Fabio Four and a couple of other cats, 22 Gs, where they're like, they have their sound now. It's a specific sound. You hear that beat, you know exactly where it come from. So they, that sound that they stole from London, the grunge movement that they stole from over there. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it definitely sounds like that overseas shit for sure. But in the states, people associate that with New York right now. My pick uh, for that is my guy, Lil Kim. We got to keep the bloodline strong. Kendrick Lamar's cousin. He had a, a couple pen. He penned a couple songs on Black Panther. What's uh, his name? Little Kim, K E E M. Oh, baby Kim. Baby Kim, excuse, Kim, excuse me. And um, I think that he's gonna make it. I like his style. I like the uh, Orange Soda song that came out last year. That was a, a pretty big hit. So I think that I'll be able to uh, to hang my hat on him being able to to get on there too. As far as my guy, I got put on to him because Drake said on the um, Rap Radar interview that that's the album. That was one of his albums of the year. Uh, ah, so he gonna make it just based off that. Then. Baby Keem, die for my bitch. But he said that he had that was as one of the albums of the year. So that's how he got put on my radar. Do you like? Um, it was okay. I I listened to it and I know why Drake would say that he fuck with it though. I understand why he would say that. So that might be enough. <laughs> just right yeah. there. That cosign I'm, might get him in. I'm searching the internet. So I'm gonna run a couple people by you. See if you heard of these people before. Paradise Fontaine. Yeah, yeah, he had a he his was album on, uh, slick banging. Um, yeah, it was really good. I mean, we talked about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Partisan yeah. Fontaine Partisan. is how you pronounce it. But um, they say he write for Cardi. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's alleged. And he had that he had that dope record with Cardi and his project surprised yeah, me. So, yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, he definitely gonna be on there. And I've never heard of this person before. And I know Big Crit is extremely hot about this. There's a rapper called Big Clit. Ah, uh, the chick. K-L-I-T? Yeah, and that's that ain't gonna get that name ain't gonna get you no interviews. Um that's, that's rough, right? She need to change that immediately. I'm not yeah. familiar with her though, but she gotta change that though. That ain't nothing. Yeah, that ain't. <laughs> um I do think I do think I think Lil TJ might make it, and I think 42 Doug will be dope if he make it. That's I don't my guy, 42 Doug. Yeah, I don't know if he had enough of a buzz with his project signing to your guy that we talked about that when it happened a couple of months back. Um, and he had a he had a standout appearance on that little baby album as well. Definitely. Um, that I think he might make it. Now I think a couple of people gonna get snubbed. You said Jack Harlow. I think he might get snubbed though. You think so? Yeah. I know my personal that I would love to see, and I would. I don't think they're gonna make it because it's 
they bubbling too late here is my guy Boldy James. Yeah. I don't think that that's going to be in the uh, forecast for this year, but I'd love to see that. He's starting to get a lot more attention, too. Yeah, nah, that would be dope, but it, it might be a little too late. I think they had his list complete, man, early in the year. Shit, this was done in January. Just quarantine killed it. Yeah. Um, I think the young cat, the young dude, man, I, who I can't stand, I'm not going to lie, little Tekka, he's some slaw. Oh, he definitely don't know. He got but hitched. he got... He had a huge ass record last year that I fucking hated. Yeah, he got hits. But I, so he might make it. I, I think it might have happened a little too. His bud. He sometimes the timing be off, man. Sometimes you get hot at the wrong time as it relates to this cover. Yeah, it's uh, too late in the year for you. Yeah, it's either too early, it's too late. Like it just so he may be too late for last year, but too early for this year. It might be one of them situations. It maybe I think they might throw Key Glock on there. He might get snubbed too though. Um, he had the project with Dolph. He's been making a lot of noise, but I don't know if it's enough though. Yeah, I don't think Key Glock is one of those guys in my opinion. He's been around too long to be considered new, but he ain't bubbled enough to be considered popping yet. So he's just like right there in that funny place. He would take it though if they offered it. Yeah, that's one hundred percent true. <laughs> Facts. That is a fact. Um, but yeah, other than that though, I mean, is is it still? Every year somebody turns this shit down. Mm-hmm. Is there anybody on these locks or these personal picks that you think would be like, nah, I'm I'm straight. I'm going to turn it down. I think all of these, I feel like was, they would be into it. Was Lizzo on that last year? No. They definitely calling her. Nah. And I'm not sure if she, you don't think, you don't think they calling her? You think nah. she's too big for it? Literally? Ah, man. <laughs> Brutine. <laughs> No, nah, it's too late. She, she, she opened up at the she performed at the Grammys and shit. It's over for that. It's over for that. Yeah. She too big. They missed the bus on that. Yeah, I, I mean I feel like that we talk about this every year as to where this list stands as far as the the hip hop uh status symbol. Um it, it was very high at first due to the people that were on here. You had your J. Cole's, Kendrick Lamar's, G E's, a lot of big names that came off this. Uh, but now I'm not sure if people take it as serious, like you say. So if they do come to a Lizzo, Lil Nas X was on here last year? I don't think so. Yeah, when you come to people like that, those people are going to be like, uh, no. And in the past, if you come to people like that, J. Cole, somebody who was bubbling, there was no choice for them but to take it. There's just so many more opportunities now for people to be exposed, people to get their name out there. And they did this on a, such a larger scale as far as hip-hop from when this first started. This is almost like an underground thing now. Yeah, but no, uh, no, nah, yeah, because if you look at last year, two of the biggest artists out right now, the baby and Megan Thee Stallion, were on it. Oh, really? They showed up, didn't they? Huh? And they then you got right. Gunna. You had Gunna on there last year. You had YBN Cordae. You had Roddy Rich. That was like, a good list last year. That's what I'm saying. There's still yeah. some, you know, there, there's some shit on here we'll never hear from again. But <laughs> that's true. There's usually you're not gonna have ten superstars on the goddamn like that's just not how the law of averages works. Yeah. But you'll still have a good number if you can do half. You know what I'm saying? Anybody? Well, we'll talk when they actually announce it. Who we think will have longevity or not? But yeah. for you guys out there listening in, let us know who you think are locks to be on the cover, man. Freshman class 2020. It should be dropping fairly soon. I don't know if the COVID nineteen push it back or what. But once we release back into society, it'll drop. <laughs> Y'all go to Facebook, man. Rap chat. Let us know who should be on there. Uh, we got some wins and some losses. 
Wins and losses for quarantine attention. We got to let me pull up my list, man. Everything froze up. We want to pull up the wins and losses. The W goes out to the fans of Q-Tip, man. He gifted them on his birthday. The announcement of three. Are you here for it? Three brand new Q-Tip albums. Oh, am I here for it? Absolutely not. Uh, but this wasn't a W for me. It was a W for his fans. So yes. shout out to Q-Tip fans. Y'all have fun with three new Q-Tip albums in the year of 2020. Hip Hop Evolution made me respect Q-Tip a lot more. I'm not saying that I'm checking for these albums, but yeah, shout out to Q-Tip. Oh, no, he's dope, though. He is, definitely. Uh, a W to Pepper fans, they have a new biop in the works. Are you looking forward to it? Well, excuse me, what are you looking forward to seeing most from that? Uh, this is straight to, man, I want to say Lifetime, I think. Probably Oxygen. Yeah, or or oxygen or some shit, but it's on some TV shit. I would watch this if the internet said it was good, wow. like, or if the internet said it was a train wreck, because then it might be funny too. Entertaining and noise. Yeah, yeah, so like if they, you know how they be fucking up the biopics on TV, man, they have Dame Dash six six, or you know what I'm saying, like they fuck up, they fucked up the right. joints. <laughs> Dame Dash a basketball player. <laughs> So if it's a if it's a train wreck, I might watch it. If it's overwhelmingly fire, then I might watch it that way. Anything else other than that is a skill. I'm over the biopsy. I said a lot on here before, man. I ain't trying to see too many more. Uh, this was me films. Like I'm done with them, so nah, I ain't here for that. Also, <laughs> big L's to Fifty Cent mm. again, allowing his beef with his son Marquise to reach the internet. Uh, what do you think about that? Yeah, I, he said he'd rather have Takashi as his son. Yeah, that's just way. You don't even say some shit like well, that. Well, and that's your man because you was caping for him earlier in this Ja Rule battle. He would win the Ja Rule battle, but he loses right here. <laughs> this is some slaw. <laughs> Dude, I, leave the family shit. Is, yeah, like just come on, bro. Like I, I don't understand once people get that much money to continue to wallow in uh, things that hurt them and, and just being. Shitty people, like dude, you got to can't help it, my nigga. He can't. That is one hundred percent true. A bonus, Doctor Dre's The Chronic is available on all streaming sites. Four twenty, shout out to Four Twenty Holidays. You here for that? Yeah, That's man. already on Apple Music, I think. Yeah, it's been on Apple Music. Obviously, we know how that came about. But Spotify and Title have been left out in the cold. You guys will be included in all the fun on Four Twenty. Shout out to that bonus W. We need as many W's as we can get out here in these streets. I know that's right. And the baby has announced that he will drop his album on Friday. Let's go. The baby, my boy, is quarantine proof. God damn it, let's go. We'll see when those numbers come back. And also an anniversary shout out to Cushion OJ ten years ago today. Classic. Mm, thanks. That's a thanks. classic. Every time I listen to that, it's it's just it as good as when I first that's- heard it. 100%. That's one of those albums that always, when you put it on that first intro song, takes you back to you remember when you first heard it. For me. Yeah, no, for sure. Nah, that's a yeah. fact. Shout out to Wiz. Yeah. He hasn't topped that since? No, he hasn't. It ain't even close either. I don't, <laughs> I don't think. Nah. You have it on deck of the week? Yeah, man. Everybody that tuned in to the live um, RZA and premiere recaps on IG, Guys, we go live on the battles, instant reactions as soon as they're over. Shout out to everybody that attended and commented. All of y'all are on Deckers of the Week. We greatly appreciate it. Swag. And put me on something during the quarantine you want to turn the people on to. 
Yeah, I'm gonna put some air y'all on something funny. I watched Coffee and Kareem on Netflix and it was hilarious. You been guessing that Coffee and Kareem. That <laughs> shit is funny. If you're into the comedy, like that's that's your man from um from Hangover. Um, oh. the one that got the Mike Ta- Mike Tyson face tat in Hangover. Uh, I forgot. That. Okay. I don't, oh, the Ed doctor. Ed Helms. Ed, that's his name. Ed, Ed Helms. His He's comedy funny. is funny to me. Yeah, it helps this one. So it's it's that type of comedy, and it's it's actually really funny. Though I was kind of surprised. I thought that shit was gonna be whack, but it was actually funny, man. So it's it's something to laugh at, you know, through these uh, whack ass times. So check out Coffee and Kareem. Uh, I'm not saying it's the greatest movie of all time. I'm just saying that I laughed multiple times, and you should too. So check it out. What you got for me, man? I know all of us are quarantined. Been going to the store probably is the only place to go. I want to put you on a snack. Oh shit! I'm here for snacks. Uh, putting you on kettle cooked flaming hot chips like you like excuse me if you like me you've been quarantined going to the store every day man so I found me some new snacks I'm gonna put y'all on the kettle cooked flaming hot chips how about like four bags of them they are absolutely 100% fire they sound some slow too that's crazy yeah, you got to grow up. Your taste buds can't take hot shit, man. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. I'll be passing over those. In the, in Mild-ass taste buds. I'll be skipping over those in the chip aisle. Go straight to my uh, salt and pepper popcorn, my black peppercorn popcorn. Mm. You can leave that bullshit alone. Now you back to eating meat now, man. <laughs> Stop trying to act like you like that healthy shit. <laughs> Hey man, y'all tap in with us next week. Um, keep an eye on Patreon. New reviews coming soon. Patreon.com slash Realville. Make sure you subscribe. Get all the reviews. And YouTube.com slash Realville, man. Subscribe to that as well. When we get back released in these streets, of course, you already know we'll be back on YouTube shaking life as usual. Wow. Um, man, we'll catch y'all next week, man. Y'all be safe. Yeah, man. Y'all go rate, subscribe, and like. And let us know what you think about the podcast. Join us on all the socials. We'll talk to you next week. Yes, sir.